cerca di contrastarlo Juan Jesus il tocco di Esciarawi cerca il colpo di tacco attenzione Nainggolan riesce a mantenere il possesso di palla palla sulla destra verso Bruno Perez avanza Samir davanti a lui ancora Bruno Perez cerca spazio il tocco è arretrato è per Strottman lancia in area di rigore per Nainggolan tira go 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 Hello again and welcome to the Roma Press podcast. I'm James Goodison and as always I'm joined by Roma Press editor John Solano. It's the day after Roma's Champions League opener against Atletico Madrid so we're going to digest that a bit along with our guest Alessandro Austini from Il Tempo who will be joining us again. John let's jump right into it. Nil nil. What were your thoughts on yesterday's performance and result? So, you know, you really got to take the two separately um, as you posed it. You know, as far as the result goes, just face value, um, I thought it was fantastic. I mean, if we just, you know, take this uh, this little line, just sort of, uh, you know, lay out how they've performed in Europe the past five to six years, uh, um, I don't know how anyone could possibly find fault in getting a point um, against this uh, Atletico team, which they've been in the two Champions League finals, and I believe it's four years. Um, they're they're a better team than Roma. They're stronger um, in just about every area. Uh, you know, we could discuss midfield. Um, far stronger in defense. Um, world-class attacker. Um, now, now, granted, he didn't perform that well yesterday, but I mean, let, let's just call it for what it is. This was a great, great result. Um, you know, I'm I'm not big on you know, in good results, really nitpicking the performance. But you know, I saw a lot of people on social media doing that yesterday. Um, you know, which I guess is fine to an extent, but I saw a lot of negativity regarding the result, and I just could not fathom it. I mean. Some of the people, some of the things I saw tweeting. I mean, did some of you just want you know begin watching Roma last week? I mean, if you followed this club for even a short amount of time, um, I, I mean, it doesn't take long to re- realize that they do not perform well in the Champions League. They underwhelm consistently in the Europa League. So, if you're nipping a point from arguably one of the favorites of the competition. Um, I, I don't know how anyone could find fault of that. And now, um, just because, I mean, coming into this, I you know, I, I thought six points would be a miracle, to be honest. Um, now that you've got this point, you've set yourselves up to where if you can somehow get two victories against Kurabag, which I'm not saying is done and dusted. Um, Roma have struggled mightily against the smaller sides in the Champions League particularly away um uh, we saw what happened with them with bate borisov uh, they were horrible um if you can get two victories against them um you put yourself at least in a position to fight for that second spot uh, i mean if you would have left yesterday empty-handed with no points then you could really say after the first match that you're done um because then you have Chelsea away, you have at uh, Atletico away, and then you have Curabag away. Um, now, granted, you have them home as well, but you know Roma. I, I I think it's really gone overlooked 
how you know how Roma set themselves up for the remainder of this competition. Listen, nobody has expected them to advance, but getting a point yesterday, they've at least set themselves up for the opportunity to fight for second. Um, and I was just dumbfounded by, uh, by the way, some uh, were drawing just negative opinions from that. So, you know, as far as the performance goes, yeah, uh, very underwhelming in attack. Um, Strong in defense. Manolas was fantastic. Um, uh, Kolarov uh, was great as well. Uh, Bruno Perez was horrific. Um, so, I mean, we can look individuals, but, um, you know, just from an overall standpoint, I don't know about you, James, but, I, I mean, fantastic result. I, I mean, I don't know how anyone could find any sort of fault with that. Yeah, I, I would go ahead and agree, especially looking back at our... Champions League and, and Europa League performances in recent uh, recent seasons to get a draw against Atletico Madrid in the first game, you know that's pretty much I think the best we could have hoped for. Um, and the thing is, is it, you're, you're right, John, um, in the sense that that was you know if we lost that game, then we'd still have to go, we'd still have to go to Spain, we'd still have to go to um, to Stamford Bridge as well. The most important thing is to see how Chelsea and Atletico do against each other in the next round of fixtures because if there's you know, we're going to have to help the both of them sort of ship points off each other um, I, I'm quite confident against Karabag uh, recent history like you said against four teams aside but um, I, I really do think that we, we could get get something out of this group if if we manage to to grab like perhaps a draw again in the return fixture. Back at uh, I, I, back. At yeah, I, it, I I completely agree. Um, it, you know, you have to get the result at home against against the bigger teams in your group. Um, Roma were in the third pot, which again is the result of them lacking results. Sorry, that was almost redundant. That was a result of them just being you know poor in Europe over several years. Um, so they're going to get themselves in this position year after year if they continue, you know, if they continue to underwhelm. So, uh, Roma were fantastic for me yesterday. You know what? Um, I'm not even going to nitpick the result. And as you said, you know, if you can somehow watch, watch Chelsea and Atletico get points off each other, Roma win against, uh, Kurabag, then you're at least in the position to fight for the second spot to advance past the group stage. You know, if... You know, football is crazy. Anything can happen. So um, let's just wait and see. But, you know, as far as the result goes, um, really ecstatic. Um, now, now, granted, like you said, go, going to Spain and getting the result is going to be very, very, very difficult. Um, uh, you know, especially given where it falls on the calendar. Um, very, very difficult. But. You know that that trip. You know it's difficult for all of the teams. It's difficult for every team. So um, Roma have their work cut out for them. But I'm I'm thrilled with the result. Um, I mean, what did you think of the performance, James? I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, again, I, I hate to nitpick when you get such a, a result against a big team. I think that I think the the standout player was uh, Allison, a hundred percent. I, I know you probably agree just looking at your Twitter feed from yesterday. Oh, so, absolutely. Yep. Um, so I'm very pleased with that. 
I think one, if I had to nitpick one thing, it'd perhaps be how isolated at times Jekko seemed up front. Um, Definitely. I, I think yeah. that's something to talk about because he, he scored so many goals last year. Seeing your starting striker isolated up front in a Champions League game, you know, it's um, it's not great. Granted, Atletico Madrid, great defence, um, relatively solid. So, but as long as as long as that isn't it isn't um, notable against you know Carabag or Verona, perhaps we can take away from that. But I mean, as you say, when it's all said and done, a draw against Atletico Madrid is a very good result for us. Absolutely, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, which was why I just to see you know just some of the negativity um, you know surrounding the results, it was just dumbfounding to me. So let's talk more about yesterday's performance, and I would like to bring back and welcome again uh, Alessandro Austini. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at A-L-E-A-U-S-8-1. Uh, you can find his work on iltempo.it. Um, and again, I, I want to thank him for coming on again. This uh, He's filling in last minute for someone we had um, who, who couldn't make it, unfortunately. But very excited to have him back again uh sandro how are you thank you again for coming back on hello hello everybody how are you uh great so we were just talking about um the match of yesterday um so just to start we'd love to hear your thoughts um uh, just what did you think about the performance and the result uh was it a good point for roma Mm, was a very tough game, uh, but we know that uh, before because Atletico Madrid was, is one of the best team in Champions League. They had, they have a lot of experience, more than Roma players. Uh, I think one point is a good result for Roma, for sure. But uh, I don't know if it's good to to move to the next round. Because now you have to, if you want to to qualify to the, to the next stage of Champions League, I think I suppose you have to win against Chelsea or in Madrid. Uh, it will be very difficult. But in this moment, I think for Roma is a good point because it's not uh, it's not a team that know what to do exactly in the field because the change of the tactical system, the trainer uh, need uh, sometimes more time. So one point is good, uh, but Roma has to increase his level a lot if if want if Roma wants to compete with uh, Chelsea and Atletico Madrid that are uh, they are a strong team, two strong team in this group. Yeah, I agree. So just to touch upon what you brought up there briefly about um, learning the game of Di Francesco. So uh, uh, we heard the words of Dzeko yesterday. Um, it created a, a little bit of controversy. We saw him um, go and sort of dismiss this, saying he didn't mean for it to be a criticism. Uh, do you think, though, uh, the words he said directly after the match uh, were right? Do you think... Just in terms of the game of Roma, he is too isolated in attack. 
uh, I think is right because uh, with this system, uh, Nangolan, for example, he said that is is more distant uh, respect to what happened last year with Spalletti. Nangolan played near the, the forward, now is back in midfield. Uh, so this is one uh, different point in the tactical system that not help for me uh, and also for Zeko to score goals. Uh, I want to to say that Roma in three official games uh, scored only one goal on open play. Uh, another one in Bergamo mm, right. with, with color, but was a. Uh, not a free kick. Uh, yeah, a free kick. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, uh, not a penalty, but a free, a free kick near the uh, near the, the the penalty area. So uh, this is uh, uh, a worrying uh, aspect of of Roma for me. Uh, everyone here talks a lot about defense, uh, but I think. Uh, the problem is scoring goals now, because uh, with Inter one goal of Jekyll, uh, yesterday no one, in Bergamo just one. Yeah, it's certainly worrying. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of people criticize Di Francesco for his approach, his tactics. Um, but yesterday, I had a, um, I had to stick up for him a little bit because. I've been reading a lot of things saying he's not um, flexible with his formation, his tactics. Mm -hmm. um, but we saw yesterday um, during the match, uh, he went to a 3-5-2. Uh, we've seen at times him go to a 4-2-3-1. Um, do you think he is growing and showing more uh, flexibility as a manager? Yeah, uh, I think that if you remember... He did the same thing in Bergamo in the last minutes of the game yep. uh, with Pellegrini in that case that uh, was right back in a, in a line in a defense line of five players for a few minutes in the end of the game uh, and yesterday he said uh, I could do uh, this uh, also in inter game to to keep the, 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 the result because uh, Roma was 1-0 uh, and, and it's possible to, to, to think about that in, in that moment, was possible. Uh, I think it's showing more flex flexibility, as you say, uh, but the, the big difference is now he's not the trainer of Sassuolo with all my respect for, for Sassuolo. Uh, right. he's, tra he's training Roma, uh, it's a different level now, Sandro, uh, how do you see, you touched on it briefly, um, how do you envision or, or how do you see the rest of Roma's Champions League campaign playing out? Um, I, I would assume, like many, uh, qualification, in your opinion, is uh, very unlikely. Uh, uh, I think that Roma now uh, has to to do six points with Karabakh. This is, uh, Roma must do it. Uh, and then, uh, if possible, beat Chelsea at Olympico or Atletico in Madrid. Mm, it's not easy, uh, but 
they they could do it they could try uh, it's the third time that roma in from when palotta bought it bought the club that is doing playing champions league to increase the level uh, i think uh, they they could try to to win some game some top game uh, will be very difficult because i think it's the the worst group of the chant of the entire Champions League, mm-hmm. there are three top teams, two top teams, and Roma that is near that top team. So I don't know. Let's see what happens. But now, as Roma has to think about Carabag, uh, is uh, the only easy game, maybe. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but uh, we, we remember what happened in Borisov some years ago. Uh, yep, uh, I, I brought that up a little bit ago. Um, yeah, well, we saw, um, you know, against, as you said, Bate, that um, under Rudy Garcia, that no team really is too small for Roma to face in Europe. So um, difficult location, um, not an easy flight. So, yeah, as you said, you know, um, we'll just have to see what happens. But um, I, I think the point yesterday was important. Now, moving from the Champions League to uh, Serie A, um, Roma will be facing Verona. Um, one of the worst teams in the league so far. Uh, yeah. You know, they really haven't shown much. Um, I thought they would certainly be better. Um, I, I thought they would survive and they wouldn't be relegated. What are you expecting this weekend? Um, certainly three points is uh, is a must, no? Yeah, is a must. I expect three points, a victory, and some new players. Uh in the starting 11, for example, I expect Pellegrini could start the game or I hope Sheik, some minutes of Patrick Sheik today trained with the, with the rest of the group, uh, the same Kasdorp. They, they're not ready to start the game, but I think they could be, uh, they, they could go on the bench uh, and play some minutes uh, Sheik. Uh, for example, uh, so it, it is a very important game. Uh, Roma need to uh, to get the the first victory, first first win in Olimpico, because uh, played two games and lost with Inter and tied with with Atletico. Uh, now in the league, you have, Roma will have three easy game, maybe maybe easy Verona and then Benevento. Uh, and then again with Udinese in Olimpico. So I expect nine points in three games if Roma wants to compete with, with, with the rest of the top team of Serie A. And one last question. I didn't send this one to you um, beforehand, but um, just just curious to hear your opinion. So um, when I was previewing the season, um, I said when Florenzi returned, one question I was asked was where he would play, and mm. a word I, I know you're, you're very familiar with. Um, I'm sure people who don't, you know, necessarily speak Italian would would understand this. But the word jolly, um, uh, you know, I, I was just, you know, uh, he's been described as he'll play all over uh, defense, midfield, even in attack. Um, he he appears to be close to ready. Um, where where would you play Florenzi um, if it was your decision? Hmm. 
<laughs> I don't know what De Francesco is is thinking about him. Uh, now, uh, at the uh, in this moment, I think Florenzi could play uh, in the back right back because Kasdorp is not ready and Bruno Perez is is not at the same le- level of the rest of the team. In my opinion, uh, but, it's an opinion but, everyone shares. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, in the future, uh, it's possible that Florenzi will play in attack at the left, for example, forward, left, uh, like a wing. Uh, also in the midfield, but Roma has a lot of as five strong midfielders, so it's not easy for Florenzi to find a, a space in. In the midfield, so from the back to to the forward, he, he can play everywhere. is <laughs> uh, he, a is uh, a special player, and Roma need his energy a lot because he, he didn't play the game a game for one year, uh, and now it's it's time to to get back for Renzi. I agree. Um, Sandro, thank you so much. Again, everyone, please follow him on Twitter. I implore you to follow him on Twitter. Um, one of the most knowledgeable journalists you will find. Um, his at is at A-L-E-A-U-S-8-1. Um, and again, you can find a lot of his work on iltempo.it. Sandro, thank you so much again for your time. We really, really appreciate it.